Hey there, and welcome to Belton Nazarene Church podcast, People in Progress. We are regular people learning to live like Jesus. And my guest today is the one and only Janet Collins. Hi, Janet. Hi, how are you doing? I am doing pretty well. It is good to have you here with us, and I'm excited for people to get to know you better. Um, Janet, how? what's your family like? At the moment, I am a widow. My son is uh, living with me. I have a grandson that's living with me. So there's three in, three in my house. All right. And now, not everybody knows you yet, but the point of this podcast is that we get to know each other better. So what are some things that you like to do for fun? I like to read. Okay. Um, I play solitaire on the computer. Solitaire, all right. Mahjong and puzzles. Okay. Okay. Are you super competitive? Well, I do the competition. I guess. Okay. I guess it's one on one with myself. Oh, okay. Right on. <clears throat> right on. Okay. So tell me, what did faith look like for you growing up when you were younger? Uh, I went to the Nazarene church with my grandma. Okay. Uh, church looked like my dad. My mom was a Baptist. My dad didn't go to church. Uh, but we'd always go and, can we have Sunday school money, Daddy? He always dug in his pocket and gave us some. Okay, because they collected offering in Sunday school. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Right on. Who would you say influenced you um, spiritually? Who were the ones that, that shaped you and pointed you towards Jesus? I guess my mom did because then we started going. We live out in the country close to Moody and uh, on a farm. And uh, I guess some of the kids at school, I had some friends. They were Methodist. And I had a real good, I had my favorite girlfriend she was Church of Christ, and so uh, as the years grow, from the third grade up, I think I was in church more. Okay. Either visiting with Darlene at the Church of Christ, and or we started going to the Baptist Church in Moody with my mom. Uh, Daddy didn't go much, but he went occasionally, and uh, we had a nice preacher there that came out and visited, and. Daddy was interested, and but uh, we started going regularly, and and uh, I uh, asked questions from my friends that oh. went to the Methodist church okay. about, you know, conviction and what do you do when you go down to the front to give your heart to Christ? You know, what do you do? <laughs> and wow. so, I got. Advice from them. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Instead of when, when in your life do you remember saying, you know what, I'm going to live my life for Jesus. I understand more now what he did for me. And uh, I guess I went down and, and gave my life to Christ about the sixth grade, sixth or seventh grade. Okay. And uh, I went to church, faithful, and started growing. But then high school came along and started dating and things, you know, and it just, I slipped away. I really mm-hmm. did. 
and uh, things were just different after I graduated. And uh, so I really did not know what it meant to give my life to Christ wholeheartedly for it to make a change in my life until uh, I was about 19, 20. Okay. And then, then I was going to church at, here in Belton with my mom and dad, and uh, my brother was in the church too, and uh, there was a change. And uh, they were, I don't know, just closer. Things to do, things to do for Christ, and projects and different things. And, and that's where I grew more, to know the Lord was on my side, mm. and he was going to help me mm. with all the things. What's, what's one thing that was changed in your life? You said that there was a change. Can you, can you pinpoint just one of those? Well, the activities that I was going, doing, going out, and not necessarily drinking or anything like that, but just staying out too late. And mom and daddy was always, you know, you need to be home by this and such. And so after I realized that God is watching you, mm. you're just really, and so, uh, that's when you learn to know that your parents are not so dumb after all. <laughs> that, that, you know, they know what's going on. Yes, they you, do. And you, you can't fool them. And, uh, but it, it just more conscious of their feelings okay. than your own. And, uh, That's big. It is big. Yeah. And, uh, and then I got, I got married and moved off and, uh, it really, you realize when you move so far away from home. I moved from Texas to Tennessee, and uh, that's a big gap. And you learn to pray <laughs> a lot. And uh, mom and daddy were both in the church. My daddy was saved, and uh, it made a. I could see the change in his life, and I wanted the same for mine. Amen. Awesome. Were there, you, you kind of talked about moving away from home, mm-hmm. move, moving away from what you knew, and that was a, a big uh, factor in helping you deepen your prayer life. Yeah, and, and my husband wasn't, he, his, they were Baptists, but they were like Seventh-day Adventists. Okay. They didn't, uh, my mother-in-law went to Church of God, they were Christians, and I remember Ronnie telling me <clears throat> that his daddy, I had been divorced, and and he he took his son and showed him in the Bible about, um, I can't pick the scripture, but anyway, he, he showed him that, you know, are you sure you want to do this? Mm. To, to Because, you know... He wanted him to be right, and uh, but we got married, and um, I realized that he needed to be in church as much as I did, mm-hmm. and uh, we started going to Oak Ridge uh, Nazarene Church, 
with Brother Torter. And uh, he, fantastic. And I remember we went down together and we dedicated our lives. Wow. I think that, I think that was a turning point for our marriage and everything. That was being union together. And uh, we learned out what uh, faith promise was. We didn't know anything about that. And uh, the convention was coming up, and we had a goal there. And I remember we, we donated our income tax that year. Wow. And I thought, gee whiz, this is, this is something. But, you know, God provided. He, if you give, and sometimes we forget about doing that. Mm. He will open a window when you think, you know, everything is closed in again, and he'll provide a way for you to to do what you have to do if you're generous with him. He just, he does, and sometimes we forget it. He's very faithful, isn't he? Yes. Awesome. That is a beautiful part of your story. I know it's not the whole story, um, and we know that God's always teaching us something, right? Right. So is there anything that God's been teaching you lately, showing you something new? Oh, uh, I'm 74, and about almost four years ago, you know, you live your life, you live for Christ, I pay my tithes, but sometimes you drift off and try to do things on your own. Okay. And I got into credit card debt, mm. and uh, I won't say debt, but I paid everything every year, but you know, it just mounts up, it mounts up. And uh, I had some timeshares and stuff, thinking I'll do this and I'll do that. And I came to the realization I was just living paycheck to paycheck, getting everything done but never getting ahead. And uh, I was in service in Jim, uh, Jim and Shirley. Whitley. Whitley, yeah. I, anyway, he said something in Sunday school one morning in a scripture. It was a Psalms. And I read it and I says, that's exactly where I am right now. I'm in a pit. And I'm I'm not going to get out. And I just decided, I just took that promise that God had. And uh, I said, it's all yours, God. Everything you've got, everything I have. And I says, I'm just not going to do it anymore. I just let it all go back. Yes, it it ruined my credit, but I'm not. I had my car was paid for, my house is paid for, and in a year and a half, I was debt free. Awesome! I wow! Mean, I mean, if you just really think about it, he showed me a lesson. You know, whether you're 16, 30, 40, 70, right. He can still teach you something because sometimes we take our eyes off of God and it just, uh, we get in trouble, mm-hmm. even though you're a Christian. And uh, I just ask him, Lord, just help me. And he did. He's gracious like that. Oh, yeah. He's got a long arm. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and you know, the funny thing about it is my son showed me how to get a budget. He said, a lot, everything, every penny you got, make it, make it, plan it out. Mm-hmm. And that was the best thing that ever happened. 
my grandson, he said, we'd go shopping. I says, he want this or he want that. I says, I'm sorry. It's not on my budget. <laughs> and so, and he didn't say anything else. So. So that was teaching him too. I guess so. So he'll get it at 11, 12, <laughs> you know, he turns 12 tomorrow and. Um, wow, that's incredible. Well, Janet, thank you so much for sharing part of your story. I know this is going to help people get to know you, which is going to help them love you even more. And uh, it, let me just say, I'm so thankful for what you do around the church. You, you do a lot of things, and so I won't try to list them, but we couldn't be the church that we are without you. So thank you so very much, Janet. Oh, I appreciate you, and I love well. you. Well, sometimes you, you don't know what your talents are until you get out there and try them out. That's right. Hey, that's a good, anybody can try out their talents, right? right? Right. That's right. Well, we'll sign off for today. And thank you, Janet, for sharing your story. We appreciate you. <laughs> it wasn't so hard after all. I thought I did. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of People in Progress. If you'd like more information on Belton Nazarene Church, you can go to belton.church for our website. Or if you'd like to share your story on the podcast, please email Pastor Derek at derek at belton.church to set up a time. We are so glad you checked out this episode of People in Progress because it is another way that we get to encourage each other to live like Jesus every day. Lastly, we are confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time.